Welcome to the Black Irish Podcast. new episode of the black irish podcast with myself brendan mccorkle and mike stuck in my crawford what's up brother what's going on brendan how you doing this week man i'm doing good i'm doing good i see you got your little stash going on is that fairly new because usually you just go strap are you doing it for november no i usually always have a stash it's just not connected man look how much attention you paid me bro i was more paying attention <laughs> so, to know. november bro what's november Movember is when uh, men or women could do it, I guess. It's just not attractive. They grow out their mustache to raise awareness for, you know, shitty things in men's health. like uh, Oh, prostate. no shave November. Yes, Movember for mustache November. That's what white people call it, Movember, because they got to put stupid names on shit. I used to do no shave November, but shit, my shit gets, if I go a whole month without any shaving at all, that's ugly. So, really? But isn't that yeah, what you want eventually? So you want the Bin Laden. Yeah, but I don't want it to be ugly. Like, I want it. I well, want fucking, it, but... do you not? Okay, you can not cut it and still manicure it, like, take care of it and shit. No, no, I don't want well, no shit well, November. I don't manicure It's just all over. It's just ugly. All over the place. Wow. I was going <laughs> to do the handlebar mustache because that's, like, the only thing I could grow in legit besides my uh, standard Joe Dirt fucking French tickler goatee. So, <laughs> so uh, you know, my wife loves it, but I didn't start on time, so I was like, ah, fuck it. We got, you know, I got to do, like, team pictures and stuff for the little kids and stuff. I don't know, but it's tough at the baseball fields, like, with this Movember shit. Because I don't know if people are participating or if these little Mexican kids are just trying to prove their manhood. Like, I walked up, like, I, I don't know whether to walk up to these people and be like ask them for a dip or be like hey don't forget to use the bathroom before your game like I, I don't know. it's just it's tough to tell with uniforms and ball caps that's all i'm saying man there you go man now you really don't be knowing <laughs> i get it oh uh, you do hear a lot of bad words though at the ball field how do you feel about uh parents replacing bad words because we're kind of starting to do it around my house like if it's my kids you better be trying at least Trying to what? Say bad um, words? No, replace the bad words, buddy. Gotcha. I ain't trying to have my kids hearing that. Look, if I got to replace my bad words at home, you, you got to do it around my kids out in public. I don't so, know. I just, like, if you take away one of the words, you should be able to say a different one in replace. Like, you should be able to say the I real bad words. Just don't say word. anything like blank. Yeah. And by the way, Meet if you yourself. start any word with fa, just stop. Because you're not going to say fabulous, so stop. <laughs> Any other? My question is, why is you cussing, especially your kid's age? No, mix, no, no, what, no, no. eight? I think, I think, yeah, mix eight, Connor's three. So I think you're yeah, you're getting so. me confused here. So let's let's put it this way. So like in my house, we don't like the word fat. So that like that's an F word in our house. But that being said, I think my kid should be allowed to say fuck if he can't say fat. 
Because if we redefine what the <laughs> F word is, quote unquote, then the F word is fat. That means the other word is on the table again. Or you should get no, in at least like F words, Yeah, you should get in like least less trouble for it. Like, okay, the S word. Stupid is way worse than shit, in my opinion. I would way rather shit, have somebody. It's not a curse word. Shit right? is just that's what, what I'm saying. What you do on the toilet. So I'm okay with that. Yeah. Okay. D. To me, that's not a curse word. D word. Damn is fucking. Damn is nothing. So damn, we don't like you can't the word say dumb. It to me in the wrong context as a child, but it's not a curse word. I'm not going to hold you to curse word standards for damn. Yeah. Exactly. But like dumb. You, you I don't like. Context, I don't like my kids. I might want to smack your lips. Yeah. I don't like my kids calling people dumb. So you know what? Don't say dumb. You can say damn. Not really, you That's know. Worse. Like, I don't want you using any stuff like that. Dumb, retarded, stupid. I don't want to hear any of that shit. I don't see the c word in my house is can't. We don't say can't in my house. Number one, because that's not in our vocabulary. Number two, no, cunt is such mean. a great word. It's a fucking great word, and anybody that says otherwise is just wrong. We just need to double up at your house. Like, you can't. You have two c words. You have two f words. You no, have no, no. Two of everything. No, no, no. Adults <laughs> in my house, all adults. Say cunt. It's just one of oh, those things. I'm talking about adults. Just don't yeah. say it loud enough for the kids to hear. And I'm yeah. around. You yeah, hear, of course. But... Say it in front of Mick when I'm around. I'm going to have a prop. No, no, no. I mean, I might be like, Sorry. look at that cunt <laughs> over there, like talking to some idiot doing something wrong. Like, that's that's how you use it as an imbecile, is that's how we use it in our house. Or somebody who is blatantly being disrespectful. What a fucking cunt that guy is. Like, that's, it's just so defining. It's so, it's such a great word. My, I mean, yeah, but you should be able to watch your words around kids. Yeah, no matter that's what word true. it is. But listen, adults have kids. a huge word uh, issue with that that cunt word, the c word. Oh yeah, I mean, women will kill you if you call them a cunt. Well, you should that's never right. call a woman that word. Well, some women deserve it. That's not. Let's not act like. That. Listen, no, no, no. Here's here's where I fall in the boundaries of what you can say to people. Gender, race, everything goes out the window. That. Not that you can say derogatory shit, but if you're just talking about a human in general that's misbehaving, you can say words that are are broad in spectrum to imbeciles, things like that. Like in in different countries, cunt is used as an imbecile. So it's it's multi-defined. Okay, what are you, if you piss me off, I can say what I want. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm saying. Is if you get to an elevated yeah. level of frustration with somebody, they no longer have. They're just a human in your way. Absolutely, that's what I'm saying. Which would be the only time I would actually use the word cunt because that's not a word that I use because that's a really harsh word, especially talking to a woman. But with that being and said, and look how easy it flows when we talk. I love it. <laughs> Yeah, because no one's offended by that word between men. Yeah. Well, the, a lot of women aren't either. It's just if you use it in an inappropriate <laughs> manner, then, yeah, it's it's a fucking nasty word. But if you don't, yes. then it should be, a, oh, come on, get over it. Like, hey, my three-year-old, he does, you know, he says, what the heck, which I don't know how to, we're trying to get him to stop, but it's because my eight-year-old says it. So it's obviously big brother syndrome. It's like, all right, what are you going to do? But then again, this three-year-old, he also already you know, pees off the shit stalactites in the toilet. So, like, he's advanced for his level. He's he's just operating <laughs> on a whole nother realm. Like, he's already so advanced in life. Like, he just knows, he gets it. He gets it. You know what I mean? Definitely. Oh, you know who's getting it from the government, though? All these fucking small businesses. All these small <laughs> businesses. So, 
since my wife is so incredibly involved in the corporate world and is very good at what she does, we had a little conversation about all these new COVID protocols and having to have vaccines uh, for anybody entering your businesses and all that kind of shit. And it's just like there's fines attached to all of these to where if you unknowingly or unwillingly break this this cycle of COVID tests, vaccine checks, all this kind of bullshit. Like if the government catches you as a federal law, if they catch you um, accidentally fucking up this law, I believe it's $65,000 or no, it's $35,000 for the very first offense. And if they just think you weren't being diligent, if they decide you were not being diligent, 165, I believe thousand dollars for a fine that'll crush a business. Because a small business, ridiculous. small business, number one, this is what the government fucking does, by the way. They give out all these small business loans to make people not freak out in the beginning. But guess what? The government's the same as anything else. They're going to take more than they're ever going to give. And there is a long game that they're playing. You know, fucking think about it this way. All these parents, all you parents out there that went trick-or-treating with your kids, you didn't go knocking on the doors. Did you take some of their candy? Absolutely. Well, guess what? Government's doing the same shit with all this bailout money that they're throwing. They're going, oh, we'll let you take all that stuff now, but we're taking what we need when we need it. And we'll do it by any means necessary. And it's just, it sucks. Any fucking means necessary. It sucks because that's exactly what it is. And inflation's up 6.2% in the month of October alone. 6% on already these high prices is because supply and demand. Because everybody's getting this influx of cash from the government who's trying to take it back. But supply is so short, the demand is high. Everybody knows exclusivity is expensive. The problem is basic shit is exclusive these days. Did they not expect the government to get the money back some long way? Most people don't think about it that go. way, Mike. I told you long ago, they're giving you all this money so you can spend it back with them and they're going to make sure you spend it. How are they going to do that? By raising the damn price on everything. Duh-duh. Well, not only that, after after you run out of your money, they're banking, quite literally, on you taking out loans to cover your shit. And then you're going to be paying interest on all that and they're getting fed back three times over, ten times over. Yes. It's fucking ridiculous. I'm tired of you motherfuckers being smart, buying up them Doge coins and all that Bitcoin when they was giving you money. Instead of doing what they were telling you by spending it, you wanted to save it and buy all this shit up. All right, so we're going to make the basic shit cost more. That's right. So you ain't saving shit, buddy. Ain't no more Bitcoin. All y'all that got rich off of Doge coin, you better still have that money later this year because guess what? Everything costs more now. You mo- listen. And guess is, what? This, this, Here's the this other America part. We live in is Here's the, the other part. Place. You don't think that the government had some shit to go on with this cryptocurrency bullshit? You realize how many people at the end of this year, the big cryptocurrency boom, are gonna get that fucking tax form and go, Oh, oh my shit! <laughs> I have to pay thirty thousand dollars in taxes because I moved around ten thousand dollars in Bitcoin, or worse, five. But you moved it 7,000 times, and each time you make a transaction, they're taxing your ass. Listen, the government is the bomb. That should get somebody in federal agency listening to this. We're not saying we're coming for you. We're just saying we're paying attention, all right? It's just that sometimes they got the people at a certain age where they can just get slashing it right over your head. And you're just at the age where you're not paying attention just yet, and right before it matters a whole lot. 
So listen, people, start paying attention a little bit earlier than you always have before. If you thought I was going to wait till like 24, 25 to feel like an adult, no, start feeling like an adult at 21 and understanding what's going on in the world around you because I promise you it matters. I waited till I was like 30 to start to want to feel like and act like an adult and pay attention to this type of shit. So believe me, people, just just pay attention. I just started six months ago. I'm not even joking. I'm not fucking lying. I started paying attention six months ago. Because other than that, other than that, I just assumed that my job was the only thing I need to worry about. My job, my life, my family. And the problem is too many people have that mentality and they are looking at a micro level and an everyday level instead of a macro level as a collective. And basically all anybody's got to do as a collective when it comes to money, fucking don't spend it. Tell them to shove it up their ass, get what you need only, and fucking wait on it. Because guess what? That's going to do two things. Number one, it's going to build your bank. Number two, price is going to drop, so you're going to have twice as much money to buy twice as much shit that you want, that you deserve now, that you've earned. And then you don't have to go taking out loans and fucking, you know, sucking off the government teat. Because guess what? While you're sucking on the government teat, they're raping you in the butt. And nobody likes being raped. Right, Mike? No one wants to be raped, except for the people of Shawshank Redemption. But all y'all that don't know about that, because you always watch the TNT version. Sorry for <laughs> you. It takes a fucking extra hour on TNT, but it's so good, you get sucked in. Yeah, except for you don't get to see the butt rape scene. So, well, You know, some people's favorite scenes go on scene. That's just how it goes. <laughs> but, dude, on the flip side of that shit, so let's talk about big business, all right? Let's talk about the grocery store that I frequent. So, the gas station that just gas has went up in the last, let's oh, say, three man. months, uh, almost a whole dollar and some change. Because they're going to tax the thing that they know. Oh, y'all don't want to buy all this shit? Okay, don't worry. Groceries going up, gas going up. What else you need every day that you must have? Because your world's opening back up and now you got to go back to work. Gas wasn't expensive when during the pandemic when nobody right. wasn't going no damn place. Soon as you got to go places again, what happens? Run it up, buddy. This world is so fucking devious, man. <laughs> well, the other thing about that whole scenario is you get these ding-dongs that are freaking, you know, filling up oil drum cans. Again. Like, everybody's taking shit for themselves and then driving the price up because they're buying it in bulk, you fucking dummies. Take what you need. Like, this is a society, you fucks. Take what you need, leave the rest for everybody else. And there should always be some left over. Always, always, always be some left over. So fucking... Never gonna be some left over, man. Ugh, it bothers me. You don't me. live in a community where people see stuff and be like, oh, I'm gonna leave some for the next person. It's like, oh, I see stuff, I'm taking it all. That's what I'm saying, man. Don't want the whole and world, if you want just want any, my piece. microcosm of that, we just passed it about a week ago, Halloween. Go walk around and find out all the people who left candy outside and how many times... That person just took one piece like they advocated for. Negative. Even if they don't take the whole bowl like we used to, for these kids, handfuls. Two handfuls. handfuls. Something. No, that was always the rule was I'm taking a handful. Bullshit. Like even when I was trying to be respectful, I'm like, come on. It was either that or it was uh, I used to play a game with my sisters, you know, poor people games. We'd sit at my grandma's front window. I would, you know, me and my two older sisters, and we'd stare out the window, and we would take turns. And cars that drove by, we're like, okay, the next car is gonna be the car you're gonna get when you grow up. And drive by and be like, oh, station wagon, shit, 
Yeah, no, everybody played that game. That's, that's that, the best that's game. That's a good game. Yeah, and then every now and again, you get some fly car rolling down the street. You're like, what? Like, this is not how life is played, but it's fun to dream. <laughs> there you go, man. But, dude, listen. So, how about this? I cut myself at self-checkout. What do you do? I'm straight bleeding from my fingertips. So, like, what happened was I'm checking out at self-checkout. And because the lines are crazy. So I'm like, whatever. I don't like using self-checkout. I like the human interaction. I like all that job security shit. But sometimes I got a schedule to keep. So I went self-checkout. I like put the first thing down and I go to grab the next thing in the cart. And my like cuticle is that's like the lower part, discolored part of your nail for all the men out there that don't know what that is. Um, so I caught that on a bag or like a box in the cart. And so it started bleeding a little bit, but just that fingernail pooling blood syndrome to where I'm like, Oh gosh, what do I do? And it's like the second thing I need to ring up. <laughs> what do you do in that scenario? I leave that shit there and go to my car and get a bandaid and alcohol swabs. Cause I keep that type of shit in my car. Cause I'm fucking weird like that. I like kind of shit in my car, but it's just because, uh, like a baseball emergency kit, I just have that. Oh, kind of yeah, shit in my yeah. Car. You probably got the baseball emergency kit, so go fucking clean yourself up. <laughs> well, that's obviously not what I did. <laughs> oh, well, we know that. So, what I did was. Anybody who knows Bumble knows that's not what he did. <laughs> I probably should have just walked back, grabbed a thing of bandages, and wrapped it, but. I, dude, I was trying not to freak everybody out, because here's the thing. The. Cashiers were so backed up, the self-checkout line, there's like six people deep. So the good news is there's enough people distracting, you know, everybody looking for who's coming up next. But the problem is everybody's looking at everybody. So I'm like, oh, man, how do I, like, hide blood from these people so they don't freak out? Because, man, like, you'll get fucked up. Like, somebody will choke you out for coughing. I'll get stabbed for bleeding in the fucking store. Like, that's a a (laughs) no-doubter. So I'm like, I'm like, okay, this is bleeding more than I thought. So I shove it in my right pocket. I shove my hand in my pocket, and I do everything left-handed. I, like, wipe it on the inside of the pocket because I have to reach in my other pocket to get my wallet. So I'm, like, wiping, wiping, wiping. I'm like, okay, okay, okay. I, like, slowly take it out as I, like, turn to hide it, shield my body. Like, okay, that's good enough. Grab the wallet, and then everything back with the left hand and the People are like, what the fuck is this guy doing? I'm like, I'm not bleeding everywhere. That's what that I'm doing. That was so much worse than just figuring out a way to go do something with the bleeding. Or Why? just bleeding all over the place. I can't bleed all like over the place. like a fucking tardy. <laughs> <laughs> I was late. Now, <laughs> now you look pretty tardy. And then just moving your body. like oh, <laughs> You don't like the way my body moves, Mike? Come on, man. <laughs> Not when only you trying to use one hand, buddy. Oh, fuck a duck, man. I psyched myself out, too. By the way, one of the things that I was getting at the store was some fudgesicles, some little zero sugar fudgesicles. <laughs> like, by the way, it's such a great adult treat. Like, I just forget about them. Like, zero sugar. They're not even that bad for you. So, what happened was, I did go to get a fudgesicle the other day, and they come individually packaged, but... The individual packages come in twos. You split them in the middle, top and bottom. So, that to me says, one is for children, two is for adults. Okay, that makes sense. That's a proper ratio of fudgesicle. 
Problem is, I grabbed one, and I got psyched out. There was nothing in the second bag. <laughs> I got shorted a fudgesicle, and I think that was the Popsicle brand telling me to back the fuck off. <laughs> that was something, man. Dude, have you ever done that, that with, a, like, a bag of chips, like, individual chips where you open it and there ain't shit in there, and you're like, what the fuck just happened the to my day? Just happened. Yeah. <laughs> That's it's because a it's an individual size, so it's like, that was your chips for the day, man. And if that's if, yeah, no. if you were looking forward to Cool Ranch and they aren't there, ooh, buddy, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. I got to have my Cool Ranch, bro. How often do you buy shit, come home, and realize you got the wrong shit? Whether I've it done was that shit a couple times, whether I'm it was your fault because I grocery shop on a regular basis, so ain't no way I'm doing that shit for myself when I grocery shop for other motherfuckers at a part time job. So yeah. Um, yeah, but I've done that shit, like, grab, like, fat-free man it, like, just rushing and shit, mm-hmm. and shit pisses you off. Yeah, because they make the labels look the same and shit, and you're just like, man, what? I didn't think I had to read today. I just wanted food. Yeah, it's just, like, one thing different, like, oh, it's just a big sign on it, but you grabbing it so fast, you ain't think about that shit. Do you ever take it back? No, I'm too lazy for that. <laughs> <laughs> What about weed? Has anybody given you the wrong weed? No. No, I'm not too lazy for that. I'm going See, that happened to me. Weed. That happened to me, like, last week or something. I was telling you, I was texting you, I'm like, look, man, it's not even fucking worth it at this point, but... Oh, it was on my birthday! That's yeah. what it was! I was like, man, this day, can I get any fucking worse? Even my weed <laughs> guy's giving me the wrong shit. <laughs> yeah, so, um, you know, I travel far to get good weed. Like, I travel all the way to D.C., from my house in Springfield. It's about 30 minute commute and sitting and waiting for them. So it's about an hour trip all in all, like in full. If I'm coming straight back home, maybe I'm going to hang out afterwards. So, and one day, like he gave me weed, it was just the not without order. Yeah. I got to like order off a menu and some more shit. Mm-hmm. I turned my ass right back around and made this hour trip all over again. Cause you go give me what I paid for, buddy. Did he give you, you anything extra? shit back that you gave me. Yeah, he gave me like, uh, Another extra A for driving back. He was cool about it. I was That's like, good. That shit don't even save me this gas, but I'm just a man of principle at this point. So give me my shit. Cause I'm like paid that. for it. All right. All right. Well, speaking of other delicious things, it's waffle time. Can you answer me this? Why would anybody in the fucking world pick pancakes over waffles if waffles are available on the menu? I have no clue. Stupid, right? Is it because there's cake in the name, so people get confused? I mean, some people actually like pancakes. I would, I never, I hate pancakes. Yeah, uh, I don't know def- what about it. Even though it's pretty much the same shit, I don't it's know not. What it is. It's not. It's way more dense. There's no syrup traps. It's no, 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 no. The, after you like waffles with syrup, yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, hey, I don't know. You don't fucking drink milk. How do you eat syrup without milk? What? Like, I don't know, syrup and milk just go together. Yeah, no, no, no. Uh, uh, syrup and milk have nothing in the same, like... I guess as somebody who's lactose intolerant, like, and you just canceled milk from your life, like, it's weird to me that somebody would not contemplate sticking some some form of milk with syrup. Because, syrup, dude, syrup after a oh, while starts to taste like a chick on her period. Like, it just tastes like rust after a while. 
Like, oh, come on, come on, come on. Slow it up. Syrup. It's syrup. It's syrup. Waffles are better than pancakes. How you know what a chick on her period tastes like, sir? No, 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 no. I'm not going going vampire status on any of that shit. (laughs) But listen. Hey, hey, hey. Listen. You're not getting down and dirty enough if you don't have a little pre-period or a little residual effect. Listen, I'm not down or dirty enough, buddy. Listen, everybody. No, no, no. It's like a okay. (laughs) Listen, Mike is not down and dirty enough. Fuck that, Mike. I will take a a before and a week after rule, bro. Oh come on, do it in the shower, you fucking heathen. What? Gosh, bless America, bro. That's ridiculous. Listen. I'm going to, listen, now you're making me overcorrect like for your bitch ass. Relationship status. So you have sex one, once a month, one week a month? That's fucking ridiculous. No, 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 no. In a relationship, we can cut it down to two days, but we need some break before and after, because I don't need you, like, coming on while we're doing it. First of all, listen, listen, if you get that, if you get that, that pre-period smell, like it's coming, but it's not there yet, you know, the dam's holding one of those things, you're already down there, and women, you're usually super pissy right before their period, and just angry, so if they're letting you in there, I mean, what are you gonna do? You can't go down there and be like, oh, excuse me, not today, miss. Fuck that noise. Because if you're going down on a chick, that means you're obviously into them. You don't just go down on chicks. I hear what you're saying. I don't play around with blood, bro. Me and blood, we ain't even on the same. I don't do none of that. Yeah, no, no, no. I'm not down with actually touching the blood or whatever, but you get that after scent, the the pre-scent. I ain't trying to come accidentally on, come across Okay, so what happens if it, if it crosses your whiffer? Ooh. What if you're at the belly button and you go... I'd like, I'd like, (laughs) (laughs) no, like as you're going down, as you're crossing, you you know, you go from the sun, the moon and the stars, then you go down to the peaks and, and mountaintops, right? Then you go down to the valley and right before you hit the cliff, you're like, wait a second, this, this doesn't smell right. What do you do? You haven't fully committed. Yeah, but do you at least go back up to the sun, moon, and the stars and then put your pee hole somewhere? You don't keep going down there, buddy. I know. Save yourself. All right. See, so you're saying you're backing out of the entire scenario. I'm saying that you're going to adjust and finish the job and then maybe take a three-week hiatus. If there's a a funny smell to me, I'm backing all the way out. I don't even need this no more, buddy. Then what do you say? I got to know what you say. I'll say anything. What do you get? Walk out? say Yes, you can. You're grown. Wait, that's so fucking rude, man. You're not a bad guy like that. It was rude for her to smell that way. <laughs> what? Rude? Are you crazy? Oh, shit. When I don't it comes know, to man. Stuff like that, ain't no such thing as being rude. I don't know, man. The naked <laughs> body. Somebody letting you touch their naked body on purpose, that's, that's like the most vulnerable thing in the world. That's the last time you want to be rude, brother. Yeah, someone letting you touch their naked body is a privilege. Listen, bro, it is dude, also you don't think you have the stinkiest nuts in the world? Them. Come on, bro. It is also a privilege for them to have me touching their naked hey, body. That, so I 100% come correct, agree sir. with that. Listen, we're both... I don't believe that anybody gets lucky in a scenario that both people are fully engaged in. 
It's that's what it is. You guys are getting down. You guys are both on the same page. Nobody's getting lucky. If anything, you guys both are. Unless you guys do it wrong, and then way. somebody gets hurt. Sometimes you when go you're down to right, my balls and it smells sweaty and stinky. You're not just gonna suck my balls. You're just gonna be like, "Yo, you're oh, whoa, 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 whoa. All right, now we're going. Down, now we're going down a rabbit hole. Because what if it's about a half hour in? Wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. What? What if you're like half hour in? What if it's? What if it's one of those? We're going for it tonight. We're we are just we're turning on the air, and we're fucking. It doesn't matter what happens, where it is, we'll clean it up later. What about that when you're just in the throes of it? Listen, you hear me? I promise you, there's no woman, and if there is, she's nasty. You should probably stop after this one encounter. <laughs> if you know your balls smell like you've been out all day, they're pretty sweaty, and you with some girl, I don't care. You go home, and your wife ain't having it. So if you're married, it's never happened. Girlfriend, that's never happened. This has to be some random chick. Can you go home to your wife or your girlfriend with stinky balls? She ain't touching that shit. Oh, your ass is getting in the shower anyway, so she's not worried. So this is not for those type of situations. These are for the, your, clearly your, maybe your random chick, your side, or whatever, you know, those who aren't married, you know, you're on a date and it happens to go that way, or y'all just met or whatever, and so something happens. A girl with any right mind and sense gets down there, it smells, she's stopping. A girl who continues, if you're going to let her continue, let her have fun, continue. But promise me you're going to stop talking to her, bro, because so, she's nasty. So. She sucks sweaty balls. So that means this is not the first time she's done it. Please avoid her at all costs. We don't even know what's in her mouth, bro. Like, it's like we're, we're done with that. All right? So just for my people out here, just that's just a word from the wise, man. That's a word from Mike for the day. Please. All right. So you want to know my kind of best friends growing up? One of my absolute best friends, literally the funniest dude I've, I've met in my life. The best storyteller, I should say, I've ever met in my life. He, he was a wrestler in high school. This guy is the epitome of your love, okay? He was a middle linebacker. He's the white middle linebacker in high school in Palmdale that everybody loved. There's a reason why they love white little middle linebackers. Because those boys are fucking crazy. Crazy. And, you know, so that's one of my best buds. So while in the offseason, to stay in shape, he joined the wrestling team. Not because he gave a fuck about wrestling. He's like, I get to throw people around and use the weight room. Any yeah. good football coach tells you to join the wrestling team in the offseason. Okay. So, Makes sense. So, and we had a bunch of team, like friends, uh, that were on the wrestling team. So it was like, you know, he kind of was familiar with those people through me and my our other best friend that we all hung out together. So anyway, after a wrestling match one day, one of the opposing cheerleaders goes with him into the locker room. He drops his singlet at the end of like five matches and she goes to town. <laughs> That's the nastiest shit I ever heard in that department. She was disgusting, but you know why she did it? Because he was a star, and that's what you get in high no, school. No, he we, sucked at wrestling. He lost every fucking match. But the other person was, was always hurt. Football? She knew he was good at football, too, bro. Like, let's not act like she don't know. They do their research. Uh, she knew true. what she was doing. She knew what she was getting that's into, probably bro. True. So when I was in high school, <laughs> I'm not going to use names, but no. we had a our, our basketball team manager was the same way. She was suck people at halftime like she was nasty basketball team managers or dude the worst were equipment managers you're like oh you were just here for anything you're here for the bench you don't give a fuck you just need to be around tall people (laughs) they were the worst bro 
They were the worst in high school. This girl, man. And they always were on the track and field team. Like, were they doing everybody on the track and field team, too? Because that always was synonymous. (laughs) I don't know, man. But, like, the first time my boy told me about it, because, you know, like, I ain't know what she was up to at first. Like, he was, like, trying to highlight her, like, on some. And he got something like halftime. I'm like, bro, we're we're freshmen in high school, and she's in here knocking people off at halftime. Like in the back where you're supposed to be. Living. First of all, why are you back there doing that? We did go undefeated, so it's not like ah, oh, okay, whatever. But um, so I'm like, bro, like you probably listen to the coach. We got we think you in the toilet. You back there getting knocked off, but. It was vicious. Though. She was vicious. That's she fantastic. was vicious with it. Hey, after the game, as long as people are happy and people helping people, I'm totally fine with that. Well, on I don't even sub- want to know what she's up to now. Her mouth is probably absolutely disgusting. Hey, man, people Shout have dentists. Around. People grow up. People have kids. People have lives. <laughs> you want people to fucking judge us based on what we were doing in high school? I sure as shit don't. No. no. <laughs> No, don't judge me. And I'm not judging her. I said I don't know what her mouth is like. I'm I'm more than happy for. I wish her well. I'm she's probably doing good for herself. She wasn't a dumb girl. She just had a problem with wanting to be with the popular guys. Like I don't know why why you even do such like like that's kind of degrading to yourself now that I'm 37 and can look back on it. I mean at 16 I have fun, Mike. <laughs> and 37 you're like yeah um, oh. that's kind of different yeah, yeah so you, i get it mike in high school they could they could smell your sweaty sack but no rust bucket action for you okay we're settled nope. just on the, the nope. basketball team well all right it's all, it's so, all the choice so sticking to basketball shit uh i love jokic's move on marquee morris i love it too um and Everybody's out here talking about, yeah, um, he pushed him in the back. Yeah. Well, don't turn your back, asshole. Listen, you, you can't gut check somebody. You can't <laughs> gut check somebody with two minutes left on a half court overhead pass, turn around and think this motherfucker's not going to deck you. And he did it correctly. There was a couple minutes left in the game, they were clearly winning. He didn't hit him in the head, he didn't punch. He just checked his ass to the floor. And it was like, yeah. I'm bigger than you still. I know you're an asshole. I'm still bigger than you. And But by the yeah. way, the other thing I love about it, the thing I like more, Jimmy Buckets. He's like, hey, I ain't going no fucking where. I'm like, give me that man. Give me that the man. Thing I like the most, the family over everything. That's right. His brothers went and made a Twitter page to say, oh, yeah. Like, yeah, motherfuckers, come on with it. We're at the next game, and we'll be sitting front row. So if y'all want smoke, we got our brothers back. See? Smoke will be in the building, and they've already posted that they got front row tickets to the next Douglas Matt game. Jimmy Buckers, you want some of this? Come on, he's got two big-ass brothers. And don't worry, they're from foreign countries, so they've been fighting all their lives. Yeah. Want some? Come get some. Don't worry, buddy. <laughs> and they didn't funny. have Twitter before last night or the other night. They literally made a Twitter page called the Jokers Brothers just to respond to the uh, Marquis Morris yeah. twin who says some shit on Twitter because they are about that life, buddy. Fuck yeah, so dude. Don't think, don't think anything's going down with their brother. They will be there to fuck shit up on well, the that, court. <laughs> that's the thing is uh, Jokic is just kind of like a laughable, goofy guy, whatever. And then as soon as somebody fucks with him, he goes, "Wait a second. Uh, excuse me. No, 
Like, I'm not no punk. Yeah. I go about this shit. In Motherfucker, a nice do you know what way? I had to survive? Like, I know you had to go through some shit too, but you know what I had to do to get here? Excuse yeah, me. Like, <laughs> we go through, we, uh, it's a difference. It's a little bit of different. And it was really fucking cold too. Yeah, so, like, bro, y'all better relax. Fighting is not fighting. 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 Shit, we did that shit. We woke up in the morning for fun. Yeah. Come on, fighting. Like, that was shit. practice for in case you got in a real fight later. Yeah. <laughs> you practice on each other. And do you see the size of us? Like, we practice on each other. You think we worry about you, little dudes? Yeah, yeah right. Fuck that, dude. Oh, shit, so speaking of shipping up and shipping out, what about fucking Ben Simmons? What's going to happen? I don't know, man, because he's going to – so he's with, he signed with the fucking punk-ass LeBron agency, and they have the way they go about the thing. But I just think he's going to have to play to get traded. I don't think nobody's going to trade for him based on everything that's went on since he's last played. Like, nobody's been able to see yeah. what his real value is, so he's not going to be able to shine off his value, and nobody's just – off his last value like last year that's the reason why you're fucking being traded now is because everybody thought you stuck in the playoffs so yeah. it's like you're not doing anything to improve that value so somebody just has to trade based on the fact that they think you'll return or even though you didn't really fall that much off you didn't do anything that you haven't done it was just a big stage so it well, looks that, worse and that's the other thing the, the team that needs a trade form is somebody who's not going to ask him to do more than he's good at doing like hey yeah. you know and that's I, get, that's, I thought the Portland move was so perfect right fucking there man Right there, because you literally can go there and do exactly what you like to do. You can distribute the ball as Take a point all guard. All the pressure off too, because you got Dame. a legit superstar. Exactly, Dame is happily going to the two guard and just scoring. Like he doesn't want to play point guard for real. He's fourth into that role because yeah. CJ definitely ain't gonna pass the ball. So it's like on defense, you can guard the best player. Dame will happily go find some little piece of shit to guard in the corner. Yeah. Ah, go ahead, you want to play defense on the good motherfuckers? Go ahead, then do your thing. And on offense, you can do what you want to do. You can pass and run your little cuts and get easy layups off of Dame's doubles. Like, it's perfect. Yeah. And I, hey, we've everybody had knows that Paul is not winning the championship with Dame and CJ, so it's the perfect way to break up Dame and CJ. You get another superstar return. CJ goes where he fits in perfectly. Shoot the ball. Pass it to Joel. He kicks it out to you. Shoot. You make shots, McCullum. That's what you do. Like, it is so perfect trade, and yet, Y'all don't want to make it happen? Here's the thing. Ben Simmons also has a huge role in this. Because if he doesn't want to get traded to certain teams, this is what NBA stars do these days. This is just what I've seen over the last few years. Is they're starting to go, oh, you're going to trade me? I'm going to become untradeable. So I'm just not going to do anything because I don't know where you want to trade me. And then I'm going to get some my agent to do some back work fucking deals to get to me to where I need to go, where I want to go. I'll sit down with them, have a real conversation about my real commitments and how uh, blah, 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 my loyalties will lie with wherever I go. And then they work that shit out a year later, sometimes a couple months later. Until people continue, until people start handling like Philly's handling on a regular basis and say, okay, well, look, this is what we're going to do. You don't come, we're taking your money away. We're just not just going to give you money to be nice to you because you're a superstar. We want you back. No, we're not, not going to do that dick sucking shit. Like, that's, he's a superstar. That's really he's nice. a star. He's not a superstar. He, he, to me, superstar is like top five. He's not top five, but he does everything. And then that star is one to twenty or twenty-five. Well, he—I don't think he's. I don't think he, if we're that he's not even that as far as player caliber. Then how is but he a when superstar? When I say superstar, I mean he does. 
He gets accolades. He's well known. He puts fannies in the seats. When you're a superstar, you have to do that. People, no, 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 no. That I, I'll quote Megamind on this one. The difference between a villain and a supervillain is presentation. That's the thing that Ben Simmons is not. That's why he's not a superstar. He's not entertaining. That's the difference between stars and superstars. I can give you that. He, he's not very entertaining. He's a pretty boring guy. So I'll, I'll, Okay, so I'll give him star status. We won't give him superstar. He's a star. And like I said, that that's my said, definition of superstar in the NBA is like no, top five. Because he doesn't really put fans in the seat. I kind of stress that. Nobody goes to the game. People he buy his jerseys. I'll give you that. They do, but they because he's... But That's people aren't coming to, That's not to come see Jesus. Ben pass. That's not why they're yeah, going not. to see Philly games. Yeah, he's not popular. Well, all right. So, listen, I have a wild idea for you, and I know it doesn't make sense with any of the contracts and shit, but just hear me out on these wild fucking ideas. What if in the NBA, specifically just the NBA, we made everybody a free agent in 2024? Everybody can sign with whoever the fuck they want to. Salary cap is still in place. And if you have remaining years on your contract, but you sign with somebody else, that's the minimum that you're guaranteed. If they want to give you more money, fucking assalamu alaikum, take it. But otherwise, everybody just starts fresh because the NBA is so bullshit with like players not wanting to be traded when they aren't performing for a certain team. And that's unfortunately with the NBA, since there's only a starting five, it's very easy to pick out who's kind of, you know, there's there's only a few people to select from. So if there's five or six people at all times that want to get traded, I mean, you know, that's 15% of the league. But a lot of these people don't want to get traded until it's perfect for them. So I'm as much as I'm for player empowerment and player movement, a lot of it is, oh, I want to get traded because I don't want to be at this team, but I also want my money. Like, you can't have it both ways, bro. You Like, I respect Zion. I respect what Zion's doing. Zion is pretty much sitting out now because no one can make me believe that he just randomly waited to get this surgery and now he's hurt. No, no. He did that on purpose because he doesn't want to play with the power. So he's going to sit out most of this season, if not all, next this summer when they offer him the rookie minimum deal, he's not going to take it. That's cool. He's going to lose a couple dollars in that process. But this is his way of saying, I don't want to play here, and I'm going to do everything I can to not be here. Well, on the other hand, it's Ben Simmons who said last year when they offered him, he didn't. He knew he wasn't, didn't want to be there last year, right? That's what I'm saying. And then on top of that, you know what I'm saying? He came back. He took their money and then wants to do this. No, you can't take their money and do this. So if you don't want to pay, it's going to be on their terms, period. Yeah, that's why I, I I vote for whatever they do to get things going. Start a petition? I don't know. That's old. No, what does, what's going to happen? What he's leading, what, what he's going to make happen is the next collective bargaining agreement, there's going to be something about people like him. To there's going to be something to avoid shit like this for him, James Harden, Kyrie, who are making this shit happen and making that's this what shit I'm saying, look just crazy. Make everybody a free agent 2024, man. Let's figure it out. Start from scratch with, some, with a new CBA. And fucking let's move forward. But let's at yeah, least whenever start the CBA, scratch. whenever the CBA is up, the the owners are going to fight because even though they're not losing money, they're losing money. Yeah. Because you think about it, the Nets are losing money because they're not as good as everybody expected them to be because Kyrie's not here. They're going to lose money because they're not going to be as good as anybody because no one, I don't care how much they feel about Ben Simmons, you're not a better team without Ben Simmons and not having anybody to replace that time and 
defense and scoring. He did average 15 and 8. So, like, without anyone filling those shoes, you're not as good. Um, and just all these people who do this just randomly wake up and say, look, you know what? Y'all are not doing enough for me to make me championship caliber. Instead of looking in the mirror and be like, yeah, I made it to the Western Conference Finals and I lost in six games. I like so that. how the fuck can I get better to take it over six games and win that series? Like, pfft. I know it's radical, but I like my idea. If you put all the power in the players' hands and the and the owners, because then the owners, hey, everybody gets what they want. If you can convince five of the best guys to fucking come to, you know, Memphis, let's do this shit, Memphis. You know what I mean? Which, by the way. That would never happen. And that's why they would never do it, because it's cities like Memphis and Sacramento that would end up with – they Dan already Fox well see listen and, you keep sleeping on memphis have you been watching them no 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 not memphis the team the okay. city no one yeah. probably wants to go live in memphis the people that they have when they team they drafted <laughs> the, the like, team that would be in memphis up, would be like uh scalabary if he was still play, like all the white people would go to memphis <laughs> yeah, no one It'd wants to like, purposely sign up to be in memphis just call him only the, person the that's memphis, going to stay there because he's a pretty banjos. loyal guy is Jai will probably resign there. He's a loyal guy. Yeah. And Jaron Jackson just resigned there because they're the only people that were going to offer him $100 million if you've been hurt two of your first four years in the league. I don't understand how you got that contract, but I'm not going to go on that so Unfortunately, much. and that's the, that's the problem with these un, these lower market teams is the, the teams like Memphis, like Sacramento, they have to overpay for dog shit players. That's why they're always well, going to suck. I'm not going to call them dog shit. Uh, okay. Yeah, that's, people, that's a little most aggressive. Most people get offered their, most people get they offered have their to, max extension. They have to the overpay me off about it, to keep people. They have to overpay to keep people. They do. They have to overpay to get people, too. And that's my point. That's why they're always going to suck. Yeah. But I think Memphis is good enough where they know who their maxes are. Like, they know who they're going to max out. Because Jai's going to be, as long as Jai stays as good as he is, he's going to be your max player, and you try to find other max players. But then you have your pieces where you can semi-max them, but they're not going to require the full max. Like, uh, what's number 24? I can't think of his name from Oregon. I can't think of his name right now, but he's pretty good. And um, and then they just got Valachunas for not a max. They're good. Yeah, like <laughs> and the, the, and the like, crazy thing is, they just re-signed him for thirty million a year, and that's not max dollars. You know what I mean? Like that's not max dollars. You know what I'm saying? Like that's a lot of money, but that's not max dollars. And then they just re-signed Jaron Jack, and he's got the max, which yeah. was baffles me because he's been hurt for two seasons. Yet, but we know why it happened. Not to bring this up on our show, but Sarvers seem to come out, and now they're investigating him for being semi-racist. So, um, whatever. And his misogynist stuff, because mm-hmm. it makes no sense that he didn't offer DeAndre Hayden the max. Like that makes I, no sense. Dude. Yeah. When Jaron Jackson got the max in Memphis, and he's been hurt for two years, and DeAndre Hayden was your second best, uh, third best, second and a half. I'll, I'll see. You can bring him and Chris Paul. Well, listen, it depends on what what style of game it was that they happened to be playing that night, because it yeah. was either it was. You know, Booker's Booker, and then either Paul or Aiden stepped up. And then when they both stepped up, it was like fucking good night. Yeah. But, like, he's top three players on your team, and you're not offering him the rookie max, the max that everybody I, usually just gets on I'm the table. A huge fan of his. Huge fan. No question asked, but this is the max that everyone gets. Like, no question asked. If you're decent yeah. and you were selected in the top mm-hmm. 10, like, you get offered your full max into your second contract. Like, it's assumed. 
Yeah, it's just a silver. Like Reggie Jackson got the full eighty-five million dollar max when his contract was up at that time, and he was never been really good. Like everybody gets this max if you're decent and was selected high in the draft. Most first-round picks get offered that second contract. Like it's just natural, unless you are really bad. Yeah, that's an. You didn't offer, and y'all just went to the finals. He did offer it to you. I'd be out of there. I wouldn't even next year when they offer me again after having a good season. I wouldn't take it. I'm telling no. Yes, I would. That's why I could never probably. That's probably Call why I never fat. made it because I would take a you. lot of shit personal. Like I would, because yeah, I was totally on. Uh, yeah, I would be that guy, man. Like, oh, y'all don't want to give me the money when I want it. Fuck you. You are like, <laughs> you are one hundred percent the guy that will spend twenty dollars to get a dollar back to go. That was my fucking dollar. Yeah. I know. I know. Not the same <laughs> I way. When I order, because I have the eat pass with Uber Eats, like I'll spend extra money to get the five dollars off. Yeah, so that's me. Um, but anyway, it's like um, it just blows me. Like Kirk Cousins, I did the same shit he did to the Redskins. Oh, so y'all gonna make me play a prove it deal? Cool, I'm gonna prove it for twenty five million. Then I'm gonna tell you, fuck you, and go get another eighty million because I don't want your money. Yep, it's uh, dude. All these contracts are just so incredibly bogus. They're wild. Did you catch UFC 268? That shit was wild. I caught Usman. <laughs> Usman, yeah. That, dude, that was a good fight. They were all good fights, actually. Most most of them were good fights. Did, so, yeah, I wasn't expecting Usman to be that good. But he still he's the man. I wasn't expecting a good fight. But, dude, so Bruce Buffer, I, I'm pretty sure he wore his jacket inside out for the first announcement, the first <laughs> fight, because the next, on the main card, because then the next four... It was like totally different. So I'm um, and it, like the it was. Did you catch the Purdue game on Saturday? Any of the Purdue game? Yes. Okay. So you did you see the stupid color changing like the color changing car thing that they had on the P? No. Like it's the color if a car drives by and it's green that is purple. Yeah, that's I know blue. You're talking about. So they had that on their helmets. That was Bruce Buffer's jacket. I think it was the interior lining and he had it on inside out. Because for the rest of them, he swapped it out. Either that or a producer was like, what the fuck is that? Get it off the screen. <laughs> you went Will Smith, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. <laughs> Get him something else, man. Uh, but so, Michael Chandler, valiant effort, lost. Um, Marlon Vera beat the shit out of Frankie Edgar. So that was fun. Um, Alex Pereira, I think, is like this... Joe Rogan was so fucking huge on this best kickboxer in the world guy, even though he's like 40 or some shit. And he was looking like he just kept like, yeah, maybe this guy, you know, he's kind of getting wrestled around a little bit. You know, the guy's taking him out of his element. And then it was like, oh, we got a little space. What crack? Knee right to the face. Guy was out. He was like, yeah, I don't wrestle. I just wait until I'm ready and then I'll knock his head off. And you're like, oh, shit. And then... There's an Irish dude, Ian Gary, who came. He had, like, a great post-fight uh, presser thing with the Joe. I would highly recommend, you know, checking it out. It's only, like, a minute or something like that. But, you know, he quotes out Connor a little bit. But also is like, look, we're going to do this the right way. We're going to do it with some respect, that kind of a deal. So I'm like, all right, man. And he's like, hey, look, I'm 23 years old. And I'm telling everybody right now, I'm coming. I'm like, fuck yeah. I like this guy. I'm on board, Ian Gary. And then I was actually, funny enough, I was on the phone with uh, one of my best friends who lives up north, and we were watching the fights together because we bet on him. 
So, you know, we're going pick for pick, which we normally don't get to do. Usually we kind of text before and it's like whatever the results are, they are. So we actually got to do that this time. And I fucking, I fell asleep during the Nami Yunus fight, which I won the bet, which was great. But I was probably a terrible phone partner. And so that one was a split decision. So I don't know if it was a good split decision or a bad split decision. Because sometimes those ones are like, it was so boring. Who do we pick? You know what I mean? So, and then obviously Usman just fucking, you know, he's the fucking man. He is, man. He is the man. He's a different type, but no one can beat him. Oof, not right now. Give it six months. Just saying, man, you never know. He's the new John Paul Jones. I mean, he's the new John Jones. Yeah, but he's John nice. John Jones. Yeah, he is. Usman's very nice. But he is fucking, it's like, he's super nice. And then there's some, sometimes in every I year, wish him and John Bone Jones fought the same way, because I'd love to see that. Well, not now. Why not? What's wrong? John Bone Jones ain't losing this fight. You can't, you can't generation. Dude, the generational gaps in the UFC and MMA in particular are like three years. Like, you get yeah, prime for three Jones years. John Jones is still good. Like, his last 100%. fight percent. But, yeah, but you're saying John Bones Jones is still good versus Usman, who's the fucking best right now, pound for pound. So, like, just because he used to Man, be the John Bones Jones would be in that consideration if he wasn't a fucking cokehead. His yeah. last fight, he kicked ass. Like, every fight he fights, and he, he wasn't even ass. ready for it. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? He kicks ass. People just like, oh, yeah, you're a crackhead, so we're not going to, like, appreciate you yeah. you know wouldn't that make you worse at fighting yeah well eh, it depends it probably gives you a little bit of more like steadiness about it like you focused on the fight off a coke where you're smoking like crack like crack is a, like a fucking like listen, low bro. down bottom drug bro listen, <laughs> like, <laughs> I, <laughs> allegedly like if you were to be a, a regular coke user and then you timed it to where you just didn't do it for a few weeks to where you could get the withdrawals out. Like your nerves are used to being on high alert. So if you don't have anything in your system forcing you to be on high alert and you walk in the cage, you're like, Oh, I'm just fighting this motherfucker. You can be (laughs) cool as a cucumber, bro. As mellow Mm. as your pee is yellow. As we say in the business. (laughs) (laughs) There you go. There you go. Oh, are you got, so did you hear the Frank Gore and Darren Williams are going to fight? Yes. All right. People do anything. Y'all made so much money in your lives. Why are you doing this? I know. And the worst part is, it's on a Jake Paul undercard. So you have to support yes. that bullshit in order to watch this. And my man is Frank Gore. That is my guy. That's my guy, too. He's I know. You. you know that's my guy. But this is beneath you, Frank. And you just retired last year, so it can't be money. For you, I can see it still being a competitive thing. But I don't see that from Derek Williams because you've been retired for 12 years. So and you weren't exactly the biggest guy. Compete? Like, who are you trying to compete with? And you've made hundreds of millions of dollars, so it can't be a money thing. Listen. Like, you got a $100 million contract under your belt, all of that. So come on, buddy. From what I read on the Frank Gore side of it, and it was brief, I just kind of skimmed through because I just I was like, what the fuck is this? And I kind of scrolled down a little bit. And basically, Frank Gore, he's been getting calls all season to come back. Even as like, dude, we know you've been training for this fight. We know you're in good shape. Come to camp. And he's like, no, I'm committed to this fight. Talk to me next year. I'm retired. You can still call next year, but don't even bother. I'm fighting. I'm like, all right. I can appreciate that because Frank Gore does have that kind of tough. He's like, he sets his mind to a goal. 
and then he goes after. Yeah, he does. People he don't realize that he's up. what second on the list in rushing yards or third. Yeah, all second time. Or third, yeah. Like he just puts his mind to something and he goes. He does, and yeah, he wanted to play beast. twenty years. He did it. I, I'm not mad at that. I, I get it. I'm a look. I, I love the youth. So I'm a Frank Gore fan. I just think this beneath you, but. Y'all want to go out there and fight. If y'all really didn't like each other, it'd be one thing. Like, yeah. y'all don't have no problem. You say this is a football player and a basketball player. Like, what, that what being said, really I hope it lasts 20 seconds and Frank Gore hits him with two lefts and one right and drops his ass. He's light skinned, so he's probably going down. He was never big in the first place. And I'm sorry, basketball is not like running into 300 pound defensive linemen. Gore can take a punch and you probably can't. So even if they're yeah. going blow for blow, Frank Gore is going to stand there laughing. And Darren Williams is gonna go. Hey, man, don't hand check me so hard. Fuck that, dude. Hey, he's going lights except for out. The fact, Darren Williams is from the South Side. Of he Chicago, is a bro. yeah. He's. <laughs> I mean, he did so, have he did have a little bit of uh, attitude with him. So I understand that he could probably hold. Well, he his was own. just raised different. When you're raised on the South Side of Chicago, I it's just a different world. Man. I understand so, that. I'm just I'll saying. Him that much. Physically, with that being said. I want Frank Gore to knock his whole teeth out. Yeah, that's my guy. I'm not coming I'm back. Not going yeah, that's where I stand. But you know, when people people's upbringing and where you raised it, kind of because you have to fight. Like he's probably been in a lot of fights, if not shot at. Like, yeah, exactly. I mean, like probably so, simultaneously. So he, <laughs> you know, like, like so, I'll, I'll give him that credit, but. I want Frank Gore to knock all his teeth out. All right. Well, are you going to give me credit for the uh, passing leader in the NFL? The guy that you said is not going to do dog shit is now the passing leader in the NFL with 27. Are you going to give me a credit plus? for what I said? Because he is now questionable for Sunday. I told you it was coming. I told you. I told you it was coming, buddy. It's okay. coming. Okay. Okay. He's it's still coming, on pace sir. to beat the bet by 700 yards. That's two and a half games. Maybe three is to miss a game and have a couple bad games, and he's right on pace to lose. Oh. And this is just one game miss, and you, and you got to realize it's not even cold yet. He hasn't played outside in the cold. Don't worry; those days. This is oh yeah. This, this by dog, the way, by the way, it's the dog days of no, the no, league. No, no, right no, no, now, no, 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 no. By the way, Mister Sean McVay, who runs the ball first, blah blah blah. All this shit's gonna happen in cold weather. You know what else Sean McVay loves to do with all his stupid motions and everything? Dump passes. That's his favorite shit. Boop. Right here. I know you're open. Take the ball and run. Boop. I know you're open. Take the ball and run. You don't have those type of receivers anymore, man. But you do have Daryl Henderson, and that's his fucking jam. And I know you want him to get those points. So suck a butt. That's my guy. Yeah. Well, speaking of which, um, you lost. Yeah. You need a new team name. Yeah, what did you name my we team? We need to change. Had, well, I had a few options here, so I got, I got. I mean, the obvious I one. Little, so the obvious one was Brendan's bitch, but that's just come on, man. That's too on the nose. That's just too on the nose. <laughs> I almost doubled your ass up in fantasy points. That's embarrassing, sir. So well, I was because Dak had a stink ass game, bro. You didn't almost double. I don't think it was that. Was it that bad? I didn't go back and look. Yeah, you had about. Uh, I don't know, 90 points or so. No, 80, I think he had 86 and I had, or 89 and I had 156 or something like that. It was close. It was close. Close enough. Uh, but, I mean, that that puts you way down. You got a long road ahead. Should I change your team name to Null and Void? Like, you just don't I'm only in seventh place. I only got to be in the sixth to make the playoffs. I'm only one game back. And my team is getting healthy. While everyone else has been riding on their high horse here comes Russ. Here comes Dak. 
here comes CD, here comes Michael Thomas. Don't worry, we're going to get healthy at the right time. Don't worry. Healthy Don't, at the I'm right not time. worried about you guys. i tell you one thing. Nobody in this league wants to see Dak and Russ show up on their part across and them come playoff week one. Well, I, I promise won't, you that. Listen, dude, I don't have to worry about that because I'm in first. You're not going to make the playoffs with your, your Gabrick collective there. So Watch me. No. Watch me. Everyone who watches us on a regular basis, please quote me on this. I will make the playoffs, and in week two of the playoffs, I'm going to kick Brendan's ass for what he did to me this weekend because he kicked my ass. If, for whatever reason, you somehow convince everybody in my family to drop all the games to you, you're not making the playoffs. But if for some reason you do and we face each other in the playoffs, you best believe we're doubling down on some shit. We are going balls oh, to are. the wall. We are going balls to the wall because I need my lick back, buddy. And I'm making the playoff, buddy. I only need to move one spot. I might still be. Matter of fact, let me check because I might. The way our league is set, I might still be in the sixth spot. So no, I don't you're not. Even know. You're in the seventh spot. You're in the seventh spot with Dax Dingleberries. <laughs> That's your new team name is Dax Dingleberries. Oh, you didn't change it because I don't see that. But Not yet. No, this is, is the big good. reveal. Dax Dingleberries. Listen, Dingleberries is a very underrated curse word, okay? It's literally some of the worst stuff ever. It's a piece of shit hanging from a butt hair next to your asshole that's old and crusty. It's the worst fucking thing you could be. Yeah, I'm one game out. I'm one game out, buddy. Of sixth. You're one game out of sixth, Mike. Finish the sentence. That's- Playoffs is all that matters. Playoffs is all that... Once we get to the playoffs, everybody's slated 0-0. It doesn't except, matter. Except for first place, who I currently am. I get a bye week. All I got to yes, do is do. close to a bye week. Because right now, I'm still two up on second place. I'm 8-1 and one right now. What are you? 3-6? and six? I'm like 3-6 and six or yeah, some shit. Okay. That just goes to show you the domination right that I put on this league. Okay. And by the way, I just, for any kids out there that are listening, you shouldn't be. But if you are, start saying Dingleberry. You can't get in trouble for it. It's like the most underrated curse word ever. But if you hear your kids start saying Dingleberry, then fucking hang out with them and watch the show together on YouTube. You guys got something in common. Come on. Laugh it up together. (laughs) All right. Well, if you're not watching us on YouTube, what are you watching these days? Man, I don't know. But you need to be watching us on YouTube because we are fucking hot. All right, <laughs> man. What am I watching? I watch, hey, look, you know what? Right now, I'm not even going to lie. I don't watch much else with sports. Sports is fucking everywhere right now. We got college football, college basketball, pro football, pro basketball. Like it doesn't get. And I'll even sneak in some Ovi if I have time. So but, it's lit right now. But you but do with absolutely that, have your vices when it comes to television. I absolutely do. And, um, I watched the harder they fall. Dude, all right. So let's take a couple minutes on that real quick. I fucking loved it. It's the best yes. Western. Dude, it's the it's best like, Western. It's like a black Western. How Dude, fucking lit was that? It's the best Western that I've been a part of, and I've stayed at at least three of them. So, no, it's, it's honestly fucking finally, man. They redid a Western that was good. Like, not redid. I'm sorry. They did a Western that was good instead of... All this just half-ass bullshit, man. They didn't commit. Because at first I even texted you. I was like, about to watch it like two hours and 20. Like, damn. But that's a traditional Western. Yeah. They're telling you a long story, man. Like, if it's if it's well done, 
Like, when they're at the parts in the story where it takes time to go long distances, they keep you on that ride with them. So that's because you're, you know, you got to kind of struggle with these people on their journey to this fucking whatever awfulness they're about to embark on, you know? So it's the... The elapsed time is very intentional in Westerns, which I did appreciate. And just the fact that, obviously, with who produced it, the soundtrack was the shit. Fucking amazing (laughs) soundtrack, obviously. Like, the opening, you're like, okay, I'm in, always. Like, the opening (laughs) scene and the opening, like, credit songs, everything, you're like, fucking, nobody talked to me for two hours. I'm busy. It was so fucking good, dude. Who knows how to drive a train? Ugh. I don't even watch Western for I love that. I love that movie, man. I love that movie. I love all the killing. Sorry. I'm giving some away. It, it was nah money. dude, it was it's such a good modern take on an old style genre. It's just fucking so well done. I can't re- wait to rewatch it too. Because I actually love yeah. Westerns. Maestro loves Westerns, so I grew up watching those. So, I mean, Outlaw Josie Wales, that's it for me. As far as, like, the Western movies go. If you haven't seen it, Mike, especially you, I highly recommend it. Send me Outlaw the text Josie of the name I'm, I'm going to watch. And I started BMF. I'm going to go ahead and be honest. The acting is so fucking bad. It's really bad, dude. You know what's so funny? So is you took me out of it. After we had the last conversation about it, because I'm like, yeah, the acting isn't great, but it's like... The story is kind of fun, and, like, the writing is good, and, like, the backdrops and shit, it's all cool. And then I went to watch the next one, and I'm like, oh, I haven't watched one since. Thanks a lot. Here's here's why I'm caught, like, here's the rock and the hard place I'm caught between, because I want to see 50 succeed. Clearly, I want him to do well. I wanted you to. But, like, since the first show, the acting has gotten worse and worse. (laughs) But that's also because he's going younger. And younger with his cast, so the acting is, and I understand what he's doing because monetarily you make more money paying people less. I get it, but Fifty Cent, you have a thousand shows, you have at least four well, shows thing, right now. Listen though, so like, yeah, I know he has his, <laughs> like he just is like, half a stars. That's Fifty Cent. Yeah, but listen, the other thing too, but the thing about the, ABC. yeah, but the thing about the young actors is if they're planning on doing spinoffs, which. 50 Cent is known to do, or continuing a story after he's like, oh, that, like, he usually, like, okay, he'll do three or four shows at a time, pick one or two that really pop, and then they keep making those shows and they others die off. So if he hires young actors, they can keep this cycle going for a lot longer than if they hire older people who are well, like, oh, I'm famous now, fuck you, I'm out of here. You know, they get people, yeah. they're like, listen, make this the franchise, and then you go do whatever you want. You know, that kind of a... And that's what he did. He got spin off for everybody. I get it, but like, bro, yeah, it's bad. It's bad. Yeah, it, it definitely <laughs> got progressively worse. And you opened my eyes to that. And then I rec- then I couldn't not recognize it. Then I couldn't look past it. You know, because at first I was kind of looking past it, and then it was like, all right, well, thanks a lot, buddy. Well, you know what you can watch that I just started watching the other day. I didn't even realize it was on local TV. Bernie Mac shows on syndication. Oh yes, it is. I fucking love that. I was like. Where's this been? <laughs> so I got down on some Bernie Mac the other day while I was doing like house chores and shit. I fucking love that show, dude. Love that Bernie show. Mac. Oh. Bernie Mac's a funny dude. RIP to the Max. Did you ever watch the show or no? 
Yeah, yeah, I watched. I've seen it most of it anyway. Yeah, I mean, I think Bernie Mac's always been funny, but the little girl on there is funny. That girl, his like niece. She's a funny girl. She's hilarious. Yeah, the Jordan kid, the boy character, yeah. that's annoying as fuck, bro. I know that he had to be that way, and that's kind of how it was in real life a little bit, but still. Ugh. I guess that's why that show worked, man. I've always loved Bernie. He's great. I got to work on one of his movies one time back in the day. Um, the one with Ashton Kutcher, where he's the son-in-law. Oh, I know you're talking about. Okay. Um, I can't think of the name. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. I forget what that's it was. That's my movie, bro. That's yeah. a funny movie. That is, yeah, so, that's a funny movie. So he's a manager at a bank. Yeah? You remember this? Yeah. So his office in the bank, I worked for the glass company that built out that office. We did a lot of studio work back in the day. So that was the first time I got introduced. The maestro and I had to do gimbal frames because maestro is the maestro for a reason. He could do all this shit. And if nobody's done it before, give it to him. He'll figure it out because he knows how to do shit proper. And I was his right-hand man. So we got this stuff, and it was like the reason for it is just top and bottom pins on machine screws. So it's when you wouldn't get glare on the cameras. So it's like you have this full giant panel of glass that weighs hundreds of pounds. But once they get all the cameras set up, so they don't get reflections and anything like that, you just tip the tip the window just one like a half an inch one way or another just to skew the angle, so it still looks dead on, but you actually don't get the reflection. Kind of cool. And then yeah. that just became a fucking industry standard. So, however, so now long you would help me. So, if I ever had to do Squid Games, I'm taking you because you can get me. You know the glass. Oh well, I still haven't watched Squid Game. So, oh, you know. haven't watched it? I forgot you haven't watched it. Ah, oh, then that made no sense to you. Anybody <laughs> listening knows what I'm talking about. Listen, half the shit we say to each other doesn't make sense. That's okay. That's part of the fun. <laughs> oh, so you know what? Another part of the fun this week is Trey Cash and Aerosmith. Check out our playlist on Spotify. I really like it. Aerosmith had to kind of, you know, sorry, Joe Perry. You got teamed up with Run DMC. What, how do you feel about Trey Cash? It's been a long time. Has it? Since I've heard the name. Yes. How do you, I want to know your feelings, though. Because every it's like every like fourth, third, or fourth, I fucking bum you out with somebody. <laughs> no, no, you didn't bum me out. I just like surprised. Like, I haven't heard the name in a while. I don't have no opinion on it. I mean, it's decent music. Yeah. Well, it pairs well with Aerosmith, my friend, just so you know. You know what else pairs well with any day of the week? Black Irish Podcast, baby. So be sure to check us out on YouTube, if you like, or wherever you podcast to listen. Uh, Follow us on Instagram, at BlackIrishPod, at BlackIrish213 for Mike, and at Brandallis7 for me. Follow my stories if you want to be a part of the show. All right, man. On that note... You know how much I love you. Love you too, bro. Everybody be good to each other. Peace.